by its nature being emotionally overwhelmed often feels like you're running out of time and there's this shortage of time i have no time i have no time i have to get this done i have to soldier on you know the productivity indoctrination i was talking about a few moments ago therefore managing your time wisely is a very practical step to staying ahead of the anxiety and turmoil caused by too many competing priorities now of course if you want to do too many things at the same time they say don't bite more than you can chew and that's perhaps what you've done now and that's why you're overwhelmed Wellness is more than just physical health. It's your total well-being. Talk wellness with Anjan. As we ease into 2022, I would like for you to evaluate your stress, your tensions, your worries and create a life or a year that's full of bliss, joy, happiness, exuberance and peace. This is my heartfelt wish for you. Welcome to episode number 8 and today I'm going to give you 20 practical tips on what you can do when you feel overwhelmed. Now with my one-on-one coaching clients and also during my group sessions, the most prominent factor that comes up is how overwhelmed, exhausted, tired and burnt out people are feeling i call this the productivity indoctrination which means there's simply too much to do and you have that feeling of oh i can't stop now or i have to keep going does this resonate with you are you someone who can't stop doing or you can't seem to stop just take a break is this you if this is then i'm going to give you 20 practical tips today on talk wellness It is episode number 8. I don't have a guest, so I'm going solo and I've lined it up with these tips that you can really use in your life, stuff that you can stuff that's applicable. But let's first discuss emotional overwhelm. What actually causes you to be overwhelmed? Now, when a person believes that his stress factors are far too great to manage, then they become overwhelmed, which means that any number of causes are possible. Now the dictionary definition uh, psychological definition is that emotional overwhelm is a state of being beset by intense emotion that is difficult to manage it can affect your ability to think and act rationally it could also prevent you from performing daily tasks emotional overwhelm can be caused by stress traumatic life experiences relationship issues issues and so much more and if you feel emotionally overwhelmed for an extended period of time you will surely benefit from seeing a mental health professional Now here's a disclaimer I'm not a mental health professional I'm just somebody who has learned through years of yoga zen and meditation on how to stay in a state of equilibrium and how to constantly be in a state of self regulation and therefore I never face that much tension that much overwhelm and so I'm sharing tips with you today that have worked for me and I'm sure they'll work for you Talk wellness with Anjan Now usually emotional overwhelm occurs when there's an intensity of your feelings and this intensity outmatches your ability to manage them. Yes, it's all about managing your feelings. And an individual is most likely to be overwhelmed by negative emotions like anger or fear or guilt, but people are also experiencing a kind of mania behavior. This can be overwhelmed by euphoria, like excessive joy or excessive bliss. Sometimes a series of hardships challenges that you've had especially with the last two years of the pandemic and especially if these challenges are happening in rapid succession this can also trigger you to feel overwhelmed and you know these emotions you might not know how to overcome them some of the common experiences that can lead to an emotional overwhelm can include relationship issues 
physical and mental health illnesses, a demanding job, something that takes too much of your time, lack of nutrition, lack of water, financial distress, insecurity, which many of you might be facing, significant life changes, like suddenly something changed in your life, time constraints, death of a loved one, uh, personal traumas like abuse or being in a very physically violent situation and also a habitual lack of sleep. Now, honestly, I haven't met anyone yet who hasn't felt overwhelmed at some point of time or from time to time. Now, this feeling is uncomfortable and it's sometimes totally unpleasant. But the first thing I want to tell you that it's normal and that I don't want you to feel negative or bad about feeling overwhelmed. Most of us also aren't in touch with ourselves, right? And thus, you can't even possibly admit that you are overwhelmed or maybe you don't dare to talk about it for fear of what will people think of me. Now, this can leave you feeling even more isolated and alone and this can further aggravate the sensation of being overwhelmed. Often you might be denying that you're overwhelmed because you do not know how to stop this frenzied behavior that leads to the state. So instead, maybe you do nothing. And I call this productivity indoctrination, right? This is drilled into our minds from a young age. And it's also part of the capitalistic agenda of soldiering on. I mean, you're not a soldier. You're not in a battlefield. You really don't have to soldier on. But it's fed into you from the time you're in school, your friends, your family, your colleagues, your employers, even your loved ones. They don't stop to remind you to stop overextending yourselves as they themselves also have been programmed to keep going, to keep soldiering on. You know, productivity is important important. Make the most of your time. You must have heard all these words. So this pattern also can go into your work life because you're unable to take a break and it can carry over to your personal and family life too. So focusing on the tasks you have in hand and the projects you want to complete often begins with good intentions, but then it can easily escalate to being overwhelmed, especially if you're not trained on how to control or if you're not trained to listen to yourself. So, for example, if you have to finish a project or a deadline, or you have to design a new creative, or you have to find new clients, or achieve your sales targets, maybe you have to train your team, you know, manage your daily tasks at a workplace, or find different ways to increase your income. All of these are extremely important in your field. You know what you have to do. But having a well-adjusted, healthy life, full of balance, pleasantness, joy, and happiness is also equally or maybe even more important. After all, and I want to ask you this, and I want you to ask yourself this, all that you strive to do is to achieve pleasure and joy in your lives, isn't it? Once your food, clothing, shelter is taken care of, all you want in life is joy and happiness and pleasure. So it's now time to take a moment, listen to your body if you're feeling overwhelmed. Is there a stressful pattern that you're used to? And is that telling you something? And I want you to start hearing it. If it's asking you to change your life, then maybe this is the moment that you should change your life. As we're easing into 2022, listen carefully to your body and you will get this message. And once you do, it's going to be easy to recognize the steps you need to take to change this behavior. Now, what are the symptoms of being overwhelmed? Typically, when a person is experiencing an overwhelming feeling, it can take shape in a variety of ways. For instance, a person is generally more likely to be overwhelmed by negative emotions. And it's difficult to understand and verbalize, you know, the exact source of the stress. It could be 
past troubles. It could be anger, it could be fear, anxiety, or even guilt. Now, the reason a person's physiology responds so strongly to this negative emotion is the release of a hormone called cortisol, also called the stress hormone. When you begin to feel overwhelmed, cortisol surges through your body and it leaves you overloaded with intense anxiety. At the same time, your serotonin stores, that's the chemical that helps your body fight off depression and anxiety, starts to deplete, which means the amount of serotonin in your body starts to reduce. Now, this combination can cause an intense feeling of total despair associated with what we call being overwhelmed. Often, being overwhelmed is as uncomfortable as it is uncontrollable, right? It brings its head up as anxiety or anger or irritability and worry and you're just shouting at people and doubt and helplessness can also make their way into your normal thought process. Physically in your body, it can manifest when perhaps you're lashing out verbally, maybe you're crying or you have a panic attack. And these feelings are often paired with like a fast, quickened, fast paced heartbeat, perspiration, sweating, a shortness of breath and maybe even some chest pain. Right. And People, my students ask me, why do I cry when I feel overwhelmed? And some people even report to feeling sad and crying when they feel overwhelmed. And I want to tell you, it's okay to cry. Everyone does it, but some more than others. And a few episodes ago, we had a men's health coach, Adil, in the studios. And he said, men should cry too. He was breaking that myth. A study showed that women cry 30 to 64 times a year, while men only cry 5 to 17 times a year. And this gender difference highlights how crying has been unfairly stigmatized for men to signify a sign of weakness. Therefore, these results are likely inaccurately reported, but I still feel men should cry because crying is a healthy way to express our inner emotions. It even helps us to better understand ourselves. Crying has many positive effects. It can decrease your feelings of stress and leave you with a nice cathartic feeling of having let go. Of course, you should speak to your doctor, your holistic uh, and functional healer. If you feel like you cry an inordinate amount, that you're inconsolable, or if your crying interferes with your daily life and your work and your family life. If that's the case, crying might be indicative of some kind of a mood disorder like a depression or another men mental health condition like anxiety. Today, I'm going to offer some practical strategies. Now, these are gathered from my personal experience and from my role as a relaxation coach for clients who are burnt out. These tactics will quickly diminish feelings of being overwhelmed so that you can refocus with clarity. Now it's about that time. The Talk Wellness Hour with Anjan. And here's strategy number one on how you can get rid of the feeling of being overwhelmed. And strategy one is very easy. It's four alphabets, S-T-O-P, or rather stop. Completely stop what you're doing for a few moments. This is called taking a conscious break. You can also maybe take a short walk in nature, call a friend to share what's going on. You know, just ground yourself. Take off your shoes and your socks like I do when I host my show. You can spend some time in mindful, deep breathing or simply sit in stillness and allow meditation to happen. During this time, don't let the I have so much to do set of thoughts to come back to you. Instead, allow this time to recharge refresh and then you can come back to your tasks at hand with a lot of clarity with intensified vigor it's important to stop because sometimes all you need to do is stop to feel refreshed you don't need to do any of the other things you don't need to do any complicated like activities to allow yourself to get rid of the feeling of being overwhelmed just stop really that's strategy number one strategy number two if you can't stop then slow down or like take an emotional time out 
by its nature, being emotionally overwhelmed often feels like you're running out of time. And there's this shortage of time. I have no time. I have no time. I have to get this done. I have to soldier on, you know, the productivity indoctrination I was talking about a few moments ago. Therefore, managing your time wisely is a very practical step to staying ahead of the anxiety and turmoil caused by too many competing priorities. Now, of course, if you want to do too many things at the same time, they say, don't bite more than you can chew. And that's perhaps what you've done now. And that's why you're overwhelmed. You need to make a commitment to create a clear and efficient to-do list. And this list is a to-do list of tasks ranked by importance and only tackle one at a time in a clear and methodical manner, right? Now, as counterintuitive as it sounds, trying to slow down whenever possible is actually more productive. Rushing frantically will only stir up more activity and this will degrade the quality of your work and the quality of your relationships. You need to act deliberately and with awareness and you'll find that you are controlling your perceptions of time and rather than feeling like time is controlling you and you'll stop saying things like, I don't have enough time. Instead, you will realize that, hey, I prioritized my time to do something else. A lot of my students, when they can't come to class, they say, oh, I didn't have the time and I'm like, no, you had another priority. You had to go out with your friends, you had to watch some Netflix, or you had to walk your dog, or you had to finish some Excel sheet from work. So don't say you didn't have time. You had time. You just had another priority. And that's fine to have another priority instead of coming to my meditation class. But instead of feeling like time is controlling you, and that happens when you say, I don't have time, you'd rather say, hey, this is my priority. And then actively, consciously, with awareness, find out how is your time being spent now, slowing down is important because when you slow down, you can start listening to things. Besides listening to the sounds around you and the people around you, you also can listen to your own heartbeat, the sound of your soul. And along with slowing down, do something that you love. Maybe read a book that has nothing to do with your work. Go to a movie if you can swing it. No, seriously, go take a break. Not Netflix. Go to a theater and watch a movie in an old type theater. Buy some popcorn. The point is to take an hour or two away from your problems, physically, somewhere else, if possible. You'll remember that there's a vast world out there. It'll help you put things back in perspective, that your problems will seem small if you start thinking of the problems that the world has. And even better, see if you can take a short cat nap. Everything looks better in the morning when you wake up, right? So when you wake up, you feel really refreshed and you're ready to get the day going. So it also looks better after a 30-minute catnap. Granted that this isn't always the most practical suggestion if you're working for someone else or if you have a big office. But if you're, own, you're your own boss or you're a freelancer, it's awesome. And I have a co-worker actually in my studios. Uh, you know who you are. Uh, we all know that you take naps on the couch. Nicely done. We enjoy watching you take a nap. <laughs> Overwhelm can be mentally and physically exhausting. So the inefficient use of your mind-body energy, along with prolonged chronic stress, can leave you feeling wiped out. And therefore, be sure to get plenty of sleep to restore and to heal. People say seven to eight hours of sleep per night is generally recommended. But when you feel overwhelmed, longer periods may be needed. You might be able to sleep 10 hours. I mean, you need to rather. And consider adding this 20 minute, 30 minute mid afternoon nap. It's called a siesta in Spain. And be sure to set the stage for this restful sleep by creating a routine that helps your mind and body to get optimum benefit from your time in bed. So like before you go to sleep, make sure your gadgets are off. Make sure your Wi-Fi is off. Play something pleasant and soothing, you know, the 10 minutes before you go to sleep so that you have a 
optimum rested sleep in a deep state and as you train this you can eventually sleep lesser and lesser like us yogis we sleep 4 to 5 hours a day and we're completely energized because we have efficient use of the mind body energy and pretty much in a state of rest throughout the day so that was strategy number 2 here's strategy number 3 and it's this is an easy one it's called exercise that's right it's the same idea here but with a physical personal component hit the gym go for a run or a swim or take a spin class whatever it is that you like to do for exercise work it into the middle of your day so that you can separate the difficult morning from the rest of the afternoon totally practical tips here okay i'm a practical yogi make yourself move a bit and once more physically and emotionally you'll be able to separate yourself from your worries whatever is causing you tension create some distance another way to lower the feeling of being overwhelmed and shift your perception of time is to practice mindful movement so activities like tai chi qigong uh, even even yoga asana practice this can shift your awareness and your emotions into a much more settled and grounded state now this grounding works directly to counteract the swirly energy and if you're aware of ayurveda it's called displaced vata it's a prakriti or a type of your beingness and this will help you feel rooted in your body and to the earth and connected to the universe conscious movements like tai chi and qigong and yoga which i said of these similar practices will also help to create an experience of time dilation in which you will feel like you have more time this is due to the deep quality of your awareness and don't we all want that more time isn't that like something everybody wishes for wellness is more than just physical health, physical health. Physical health. it's your total well-being Find out how to have a healthy, balanced life. Have a healthy body through exercise, nutrition, and engage the world through learning, problem-solving, and creativity. Talk wellness with Anjan. Strategy number four might seem simple, but it's the most important thing: drink water. A lot of scientific studies have now shown that increasing your water intake improves your mood. And even though it's supposed to take longer than just drinking a bottle or two, water has this—maybe it's a placebo effect—but water has this effect. It will definitely make you feel better because you know you're going to do something small that's health positive. So make sure you drink water, and along with that, as I'm mentioning water, I want to say make sure you eat healthy, really. One of the main things you have to keep in mind is your nutrition. And we have tons of nutritionists on this show who are experts and they will tell you more on this. But my little two cents, eat healthy. Fruits, vegetables, fresh food, and that's what you want to put on your list. Strategy number 5, write. Journaling is one of the most powerful activities that you can do to snap out of being feeling overwhelmed. If you have work fatigue, start writing. And if you're like me and you enjoy making lists and write down the most urgent things you need to get done, then make a secondary list of tasks that you can delegate and be open to someone else doing it for you. Make a third little list of tasks that you can either outsource or postpone or hire someone else to do for you, and maybe even a fourth list of tasks that you don't have to do, you know, your not to do list. Writing will help you prioritize your thoughts and sometimes things become more manageable just by writing them down i have a friend of mine uh, in my japanese martial arts class he was a, a senior soldier in iraq when the war happened and he kept a journal during the invasion of iraq he was so worried and stressed that he only had time to write one japanese haiku per day but it helped him keep his head on straight strategy number 6 procrastinate i know that 
many articles, many videos, many podcasts will tell you to tackle things right away. Do it right now. But <clears throat> I really can't begin to tell you the number of times I've worked my way through either writing an article or creating a new podcast or doing something by just pushing it off for a little while. It's amazing how our subconscious can solve problems for us when we ignore them for a bit. So procrastinate. Delaying a decision can work to your advantage. Give yourself some time to consider all the options, the multiple perspectives. Check in with your gut. Check in with your trusted advisors, your mentors, your friends. And get comfortable with a decision with multiple perspectives and many options. Often when you delay a decision or a project, it's probably because you're not truly aligned on the purpose or on the outcome that you're seeking. And building in a little breathing room will help you bring clarity and confidence to the decision when it's made. Remember that as a procrastinator, you can't be a perfectionist because perfectionism is the enemy of progress and nothing breaks a good perfectionist habit like being crunched on time. Somehow, knowing that you won't be able to do your best work due to a lack of time relaxes the standard and just gets the work done, right? And you kind of compromise on the standard. And often done is better than perfect and never started. So procrastinate, postpone it a bit. That was strategy number six. Talk wellness with Anjan. Okay, here's strategy number seven. It's called delegate. Ask yourself, do you have to do it all yourself? And if the answer is no, then don't. Share the load. And don't forget, you don't have to be the boss to delegate, right? You can often simply ask your colleagues and your friends for help. And they'll give you a chance to return the favor, favor sometime, I'm sure. Three reasons why delegation is very important. Now, this is not just for your life and for your family, but also in business and in work. Reason number one, it expands the capabilities of your colleagues and of your company in general. And delegation creates a chance for everybody to progress and grow in the company. Reason number two, it frees up the leader or you in this case to address higher value activities, things that bring you more income, things that bring you more joy, things that you want to spend time on. And reason number three, more responsibility for your team, for your colleagues, for your employees means overall business growth. So that was strategy number seven. Make sure you delegate. Strategy number eight is I'm calling it reach out. All of us have a college or school friend or one of our best friends, even if they live a few kilometers away. Maybe your children were born more than a decade apart and you could be in different lines of work, right? And maybe he loves cricket and you can barely swing a bat, but talk to them, reach out to them. Just call them up and say, hey, I want to chat with you. I haven't connected with you for such a long time. Or maybe talk things over with your significant other, your husband or your wife or your partner or your brother or your sister. I mean, I try to b not bore my girlfriend with every little problem that comes up in work. However, she's a great sounding board. And super frankly, she's very smart and she gives me such great wisdom. So thanks, Christina. Shout out to that. And talking for a few minutes with her makes things always less stressful. Really, try it out reach out and talk to somebody. In other words, sometimes you just need a chance to talk with someone you're close with who's completely unrelated to whatever momentary drama is going on in your life. So find that person. If you don't have that person, just message me. I'm here to chat with you. My doors are open. Leave a comment, leave a message and I'll chat with you. Okay. Strategy number nine is find value. Now it's important to surround yourself only with people who add value to you. If you don't like them, 
you have no necessity to spend time with them even if they are your work colleagues it's okay to be professional and deny invitations for 2022 i'd like you to evaluate all your friends and your business connections stick around the ones that support and honor who you are be around the ones that give you value and help you grow you don't have to share your goals and dreams with everyone but i think it's important for you to be prudent to do a cost benefit analysis of every relationship and if someone doesn't add value to you why are you even in a relationship with them you have to develop this type of discernment and this will help you find deep satisfaction in all the human interactions you have otherwise you'll end up having dysfunctional relationships now let's look at that word it's called dysfunctional because you haven't figured out what is the function of that person in your life right we see value in all other transactions when we buy a car when we buy a piece of clothing anything there's always value if it's not valuable you're not spending any time energy money effort on it why do you not do it with relationships find value surround yourself with people who add value to you this way you're going to reduce the amount of stress you get and perhaps increase the amount of joy you have Strategy number 10 this is a powerful one difficult for many but i hope it's going to become easy for you the strategy is say n o no sometimes you just have to say no it's the most powerful and practical technique to get rid of overwhelm and this is to like declutter or to say no you can start by leaving whatsapp groups that you don't get value from unfollow people on social media whose content doesn't inspire you unsubscribe from needless emails you know it just clutters up your mailbox clear out your workspace declutter and then also remove yourself from places and situations and events that cause you tension And if you want to go further, stop attending meetings and events where you don't get value and unjoin these groups and committees. What's the point of being in it? I know it's hard sometimes to even say no, but you just have to say, I know I said yes before, but I have to say no now. Of course, you don't want to make it a practice of this and develop a reputation for unreliability, but it's better than getting overwhelmed and getting getting nothing done. So you have to learn the art of saying no. and this could be the most nourishing choice for your body mind energy and your spirit to simply walk away you cannot be everything to everybody and it's important to know when you've reached your limit be willing to draw this clear line for yourself and when to say no learn the art of practicing conscious boundaries doing this can sometimes be a defining and like courageous moment you know where you are really fearless in which you assert your need to no longer feel victimized by these external circumstances and situations and in doing so you will reclaim your power to manage your life and your awareness in a way that's nourishing and supporting for you without the need to defend or explain yourself from others and you will grow into a person who doesn't need validation or any external source of happiness or motivation how is that for strategy number 10 Now it's about that time the talk wellness hour with Anjan 10 down 10 more to go I got 20 strategies which you can apply in a practical level to get rid of the feeling of being overwhelmed Here's strategy number 11 breathe deeply Now the solution is easy and way more practical if you can just take a full 5 minutes to breathe deeply in and out very deeply maybe at maybe 6 or 7 breaths per minute by the end i promise you 
everything will seem a little bit better the feeling of being overwhelmed is anxiety and in ayurveda it's called a vata induced anxiety and by nature you can get like amped up and in doing so you can rattle your body's stress response now this will increase your heart rate your blood pressure your respiration your stress hormones your muscle tension and lots of other physiologically damaging effects to your mind body system so one of the best ways to counteract this sensation is to take slow and deep breaths in yoga and ayurveda this is known as pranayama and these are breathing techniques to help you to regulate your body's energy levels and they can profoundly bring calm and soothing to your mind and body when you're feeling overwhelmed and two techniques in particular i want to mention one is called the ujjayi breath which is also called ocean breath or the success breath and the nadi shodhana which is the alternative nostril breathing both of these can have a deeply soothing effect on your system when you're feeling overwhelmed with life strategy number 12 i know it's common but just because it's common it's not normal strategy number 12 is to prioritize your self care So let's define this. What is self-care? Self-care is a general term that describes everything you do deliberately for your own mental, physical and emotional well-being. I know it sounds simple and many of us pay little attention to self-care. This is why deliberately is one of the most important words in this definition of self-care. You need to be aware and you need to be conscious of your well-being before you can achieve true self-care. This starts with simple acts like maybe not checking emails at night when you know it affects your sleep and extends to like important decisions like going on a vacation or booking a massage when you feel like you need one. When the signs of being overwhelmed start to show up in your life, an important first step is to recognize the need to put self-care high. on your list of priorities don't wait until your ship has begun to sink before taking action to see to your well-being when you get the first hint that your boat has sprung a leak and you're starting to feel a little swamped by your workload by your personal concerns by your family you need to pause and assess the situation and make a commitment to finding the coping skills improve on these skills these will help you to remain balanced and centered so engage in a self-care routine and this has also been clinically proven to reduce or eliminate anxiety and depression to reduce stress and improve concentration so to minimize frustration and anger to increase happiness to improve energy start with self-care routines i'm going to ask you this you don't back out on your friends so why do you back out on yourself why don't you spend time with yourself strategy number 13 is to be grateful and thankful mindfully if you're hearing this you have a lot to be thankful for i mean you're alive in dubai or any other big city you're using a device that lets you connect with the entire history of the world's knowledge basically for free which is your phone or any other device and you've got people in your life who love you you've got a home you've got shelter you're privileged i bet you do even if you don't realize it right away and you know what things are pretty good for you no matter how rough they might seem at any particular moment take a minute take a moment reflect and reset this is the art of being mindfully grateful and this gratitude will positively affect your frequency this is a habit that you should incorporate right now into your life in the yogic ideology we call this kritagyata or thankfulness or gratitude and this needs to be practiced daily and maybe you can start simply by be thankful for all the things you take for granted find gratefulness in all aspects of your life and count your blessings in fact appreciate everything in 2022 i would love for you to make it a point to find gratitude even in your challenges dig deeper into your experiences and figure out how they have helped shape you 
into the person you are today. Here's strategy number 14. Shift your perspective. Now it's important to remember that stress or overwhelm begins with a perception. Perceptions are basically subjective interpretations of situations and events. How you perceive things will determine how the situation will affect you. When you feel overwhelmed, you need to focus on reframing the experience. Try seeing it from a different angle. And when you do this, you can consider different interpretations of the situation. And this will often help you to take things less seriously. And if you remember the wise words, the four magic golden words, this too shall pass. Everything on the material level of existence is transitory. Everything has a beginning, a middle and an ending. Everything starts and everything finishes. So your thoughts and feelings of being emotionally overwhelmed by life, no matter how exhausting it is, also have an expiry date and one day it too will pass. So look at this with a shift in perspective. Look at it from a different angle and maybe you'll even notice it's not so bad. Why are you allowing this to stress you? You know there's this famous book, Don't Sweat the Small Stuff, and it's all small stuff. Talk wellness with Anjan. 14 down, 6 more to go. Here's strategy number 15. Choose balance. Consciously choose what is most important in your life. Now if you want a well-adjusted life, you will have to make changes in your life to allow this to happen. This will take time, of course, and planning, but it will be well worth the improvement in your life once you decide that you want to make these changes once you take time and plan then it's time to move to the action phase take action today you know yesterday's guest said today can be day 1 or it can be just one day so decide today to make that small change in your life maybe sign up for a class you always wanted to attend maybe study something you always desired to learn call an old friend who is supportive or work with a relaxation coach like me who will support and inspire you to find balance here's strategy number 16 map your progress now i have a friend who creates a to-do list that included things she's already done just so that she could go back and cross them out so i tried it once just to put in perspective how much i had accomplished during a particularly rough day and it worked a progress map is something that will make you very very efficient in monitoring your progress but it'll also help you to describe what progress looks like so a map of a learning domain for example describes the increasing levels of knowledge skills and understanding uh, the fundamental purpose is basically assessment to establish where you are in the long term progress through this domain right so maps like this progress maps will provide insight into a process it'll help you to brainstorm ideas to improve the process to increase communication and provide like a documentation and this will identify bottlenecks what's stopping you what are your hurdles it'll identify things like repetitive tasks and delays so when you map your progress when you set goals you focus more on the things you really want because your brain is easily distracted so if you set Too many big goals you will lose sight of them but mapping your progress will help you to divide your goals into smaller and more easily accessible parts incorporate jargon they call this KPI right so map out have these flag posts have these 
timelines and have these deadlines and you can view and monitor all your different goals anytime you want remember that this will help you to create your to-do list we spoke about this some time ago and of course it'll also help you to make your not to-do list things that are time wasters and time squeezers and you really don't have to do them so this is strategy number 16 map your progress strategy number 17 and this is very key and important i know you're listening to this episode and this show and so you must be paying attention to your media consumption but remember to be more aware of the lyrics of the songs you listen to the articles you read the instagram posts you like the netflix shows you watch all of this contribute to your state of being you have to choose wisely and pay attention to everything that you consume not just the food but also all the media and self awareness is the key here you can snap out of mindless scrolling and you can question yourself are you passively observing are you actively posting or are you purposefully connecting if not any of these three then why are you even on say social media and do you get the information you need or the entertainment you want and then log off or switch off or are you just scrolling and scrolling just to kill time if this is you then maybe 2022 is the year you're going to pay attention to your media consumption maybe even go on a digital fast right because the modern world has become increasingly technologically dependent and information is everywhere at the tip of your fingertips so with all the devices and screens and social media and 24 hour accessibility this is driving more activity into your already overwhelmed mind so the high information diet that you're keeping yourself on can often starve you of the stability and the balance that you truly need so go on a digital media detox or a digital fast commit a few hours a day a week or even longer just cut the digital cord and since you're probably so deeply plugged in it may feel challenging at the start but with time you'll be surprised as to how much more settled your awareness is when it's not bombarded with unnecessary information all through the day and for 2022 how about you make a plan set timers eliminate distractions and when you're working definitely don't look at the phone don't look at instagram and if you're not working how about keeping your phone in another room so really i really hope you pay attention to your media consumption strategy number 18 don't interpret feeling overwhelmed as a weakness lots of times we feel overwhelmed simply because we need to do a task we're not very familiar with right or because the task is high stakes task and we want to do a superb job of it by itself this is not a problem you can work through the task despite these overwhelmed feelings however sometimes you could get self critical about the fact that you feel overwhelmed and you could think oh i shouldn't feel overwhelmed by this it's not that hard i should be able to handle it without stressing it out and don't be so self critical because when you're self critical you're most likely to delay procrastinate in a negative way because not only does the task trigger feelings of overwhelm it also triggers shame or anxiety of non performance and about having those feelings so don't react to the shame and anxiety in negative ways approach the task with you know the kindness that you would approach anything no need to approach it with extra perfectionism no need to become reluctant to ask for tips and advice from others just replace your self criticism with compassionate self talk my second last strategy for you a very important one something that's so close to my heart is to pray or to meditate now i could write a book on my entire personal journey maybe i will someday but meditation has countless benefits when it comes to countering the effects of being overwhelmed first similar to pranayama which we spoke about some moments ago this is a powerful antidote to the body's stress response 
And second, in addition to slowing down your breathing, meditation will also calm the overactivity of your mind and the emotions that are so common during these periods of overwhelm. As your mind becomes increasingly calm, your body will eavesdrop on that silence and this will create a feedback loop of tranquility and peace and balance and this will last long after your meditation practice itself. And as you become more of an observer of your thoughts rather than being owned by them, your perspective will shift away from being a victim of overwhelm to being the witness of it. And whatever is your way of trying to connect with a higher power which could be inside you, spend a few minutes doing it. My last tip for you today on how to get rid of overwhelm, strategy number 20 is to surrender. Be willing to surrender to the situation completely. Now, this doesn't mean giving up, but rather practicing a attached detachment or detached attachment and detaching yourself from any particular outcome and turning everything over to the universal intelligence or god or the non-local mind or your higher self or whatever you want to call call it right surrendering to something beyond you which you don't have control of and this surrendering is an act of humility that you're willing to turn things over to a power greater than yourself you recognize that you don't really have to do everything and sometimes the greatest act of strength is the willingness to let go of your need to control all the things in the yogic lexicon especially in maharishi patanjali's yoga sutra which is a book um a set of sutras this is known as ishwara pranidana or surrendering to the divine and in this surrendering you basically are stepping into the unknown and trusting that everything will be all right you know and remember that feeling overwhelmed with life is normal these tips that i gave you uh meant to help you to manage and overcome the thoughts and feelings so that you can focus on living a happy healthy and positive life in 2022 my wish for you is that you train yourself to change your thoughts and stop worrying about what people will think recognize yourself as thoroughly capable of reaching your goals it'll be a freeing experience to realize that you don't have to subscribe to society's blueprints and that you can write your own script for your life my teacher and my grandfather said this to me um a few years ago uh, he's no longer in his physical body and he said we're all writing stories all the time we're all creating stories all the time for our life why not you make your story magnificent on that note it's time for me to end this podcast i hope the last 20 tips to manage being overwhelmed was helpful for you wellness is more than just physical health it's your total well-being find out how to have a healthy balanced life have a healthy body through exercise nutrition and engage the world through learning problem solving and creativity talk wellness with anjan I want to take a moment to thank you from the bottom of my heart for listening to this episode and I'd like to remind you that the perspectives that we shared on this show are of my guest and myself only and you should evaluate if it works for you before making it yours always consult your own doctor therapist and healer before you make any drastic life changes and we would love it if you could share this podcast link with your friends your family your circles and talk about it that's why we call this series talk wellness we need your support to get the conversation around well-being to be a more prominent one. I would love to connect with you across social media. Look for Meditate with Anjan on Instagram, Facebook and YouTube and also please leave a review. This will help us grow. 
Our next episode, which is episode 9, will feature Stefania Brunori, who is a well-being entrepreneur, a yoga enthusiast, and a digital marketing specialist. And she will be talking about digital well-being in the online era. Thank you once again for your listening and for your love. Stay relaxed.